This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. How are you doing today? Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. And as promised in our daily financial news, we have the one and only and legendary investor, Anna Kelly, with us. How are you doing, Anna? I'm doing great, Michael. I'm coming to you today from the beach. So that's always a good place for me. Yeah, yeah. you get to enjoy, enjoy uh, the fruits of your labor, if you will. Yes. That's Nothing awesome. like it. There you go. Well, hey, what, our first conversation of three, I want to kind of just share with people what you're doing, right? Obviously, um, you're selling one asset, you're 1031 in that into a nicer asset, which we will talk about in a minute. Uh, you're doing that, obviously, for financial reasons, but you're also allowing that to facilitate your life, right? You have some life events going on with your oldest son. Uh, you're kind of, you're, you're marrying, marrying investment and your life together together pretty awesome. Why don't, you, why don't you tell us what's going on? Sure. And yeah, that is, that's what it's really all about, Michael, because too many people go out and say, I want to get rich, so I'm going to buy real estate. Yeah, and, they and that's where they buying, stop. <laughs> and it stopped. And they start buying things that really aren't a good fit for the life that they're trying to create. And mm-hmm. it creates so much headache because they don't really know what they're buying and they're buying just to buy. And so I've always tried to look at real estate investing to say, what, do, what is it that I want to achieve financially, but also what do I want my lifestyle to look like? And early on, it was just do what's going to make sense financially. And it was blood, sweat, and tears because of things that I bought, right? So I learned this the hard way. Yeah, me too. Eventually, I said, I've got to stop and smell the roses and start creating the lifestyle now in bits and chunks and small ways instead of waiting until that one day when I have financial freedom. So now I've kind of shift everything I do through two underwriting filters. One is the financial filter. Does this make sense? Does it help me meet my financial goals? And the other is the lifestyle filter. Is this going to, is this investment going to add to the lifestyle I'm trying to create? Or is it going to take from and steal my time that I could be doing things that I love because I'm doing something that I don't really want to do with investments I shouldn't buy. Mm -hmm. So beach house investing, when I got started, was really this townhouse that I'm sitting in today in Ocean City, Maryland, was the first property that I bought that I said to my husband, this may not make the most financial sense. Mm -hmm. I could make more money in terms of the cash on cash return on doing other deals all day long. But we wanted a deal that allowed us to have the lifestyle where we had forced vacations. If we own it, we will go. <laughs> exactly. We will make ourselves go and enjoy a week every summer at the beach and a week, you know, throughout the spring break or over Thanksgiving or Christmas, but just a place that we could get away and relax and not think about anything. Just listen to the, you know, the birds and the wind and the ocean and have fun. And I made sure I was patient enough to wait until I found one that was a distressed sale where I could buy it with equity so that if it didn't make financial sense later or the market tanked or I couldn't rent it out for my rental projections, the rents that were going to cover my expenses, I knew I could sell it with equity and get out without a problem. 
So we bought it. We've spent four amazing years at this townhouse. Absolutely love the resort community we're in. And as some of your listeners, and you might remember last August, I found a bigger one here in the same community, the single family house. Mm -hmm. So I bought the single knowing that once the market, you know, continued to go up, because this was during COVID, then I would sell this townhouse because I just moved up. So I came here a couple of weeks ago at the beginning of June, stayed in the big house and saw that these townhouses, there were two that were just listed for significantly more than what I paid for it. Significantly. So this is the time to sell. So I put it on the market and I like a lot of sellers go, if I can sell it top, I'll sell it, but I don't have to. So I won't, if I don't get my price, got my price, full price really quickly, locked it in. And I've been saying to myself, and I think I've mentioned to you on the show, With my son moving to Florida for college, getting started, I really want to find a place there where I can rent it out. I can go to the beach in Florida, enjoy our family time there. We've been there two summers in a row. Um, And if I could find the right property that wasn't, you know, way overpriced like everything else, then I'd move. And the timing worked out, you know, there's no luck, but there's preparation, right? So I knew I'm selling at the top. I can 1031 into something and that makes it an easier decision. Um, And I found an oceanfront property. That's exactly what I would have bought if I hadn't been looking for a 1031. Um, And so I'm upgrading essentially from a property that I had no money down because I did it creatively paid 493. I'll tell you the numbers. I paid 493 in 2017. They were worth 570. Mm-hmm. Over the last three years, they haven't been worth more than about 570 to 590. They just hadn't had a lot of growth in the supper market. And now I, I'm selling it for 719. Oh, wow. My mortgage is less than four. And I'm 1031ing all of the equity into a million dollar property mm-hmm. in the Emerald Coast in Florida with zero money out of pocket today. And it cost me zero money out of pocket when I bought it. So now I'm going to have the lifestyle choice that I want in Florida to be near my son, spend my spring breaks and some summers and winters there. And oh, by the way, I'm going to live there in the winters when my youngest is in college eight years from now. <laughs> it's not, not that you're counting. No. <laughs> so, you know, that's, it, it's just one example of how, you know, playing the long game in real estate pans out and you mm-hmm. always play with the future that you'll have options. Your life changes and sometimes what you think you'll have for your asset changes. And then you just make decisions at that point in time. And it becomes easier to make those decisions when you buy right in the first place and you make a financially wise decision. Then you can go, okay, I got options. I want to sell. I know know I'm going to make money and not lose money. Yeah, there's so much in that story that I just hope people can peel apart. So I'll, I'll do my best to kind of summarize. First and foremost, folks, Anna has a playlist on this channel. And, and one of the interviews we did probably three months ago, maybe four, was a breakdown of that first purchase, right? The creative financing, zero down, the seller took back a second. We actually did a discussion about when you paid her off, paid him or her off, you know? Yes. So lots of great stuff there. And I love the added, I love the attitude and I'm there all the time. Like, Hey, if you want to over, like, if you want to overpay for one of my assets, I'll sell, but I don't have to, because I'm it cash flows, right? That's, that's the whole, Hey, I don't care if my asset falls because I have the debt structure. I can hold it until we come back. Right. People don't yes. get that. So, so I love that. Yeah. 
And then you 1031, right? Let's just talk about 1031 kind of at a high level. Uh, basically, you're going to be able to take all of your equity, which I'll round to 300 grand. Uh, and you'll be able to move that into another asset. You can't touch it, right? It goes to an intermediary, which then becomes the down payment on the new million dollar asset. And uh, you get a 70% loan, just rough and tough, it sounds like. Um, and, you know, basically you give the middle finger to the IRS because the IRS doesn't get a piece of the profit. Correct. Nor does the state of Maryland. Ah, true. So, That's true. So That's I'm true. saving, you know, 20% in capital gains on, you know, the, the IRS, mm -hmm. 8% on the capital gains to Maryland. So it's a 28% savings. And I say and to depreciation husband, recapture, right? Because you've had four months depreciation. of depreciation. Yeah. Absolutely. And so I said to my husband, by not 1031ing, it's going to cost us like 60 grand. So I either lose 60 grand to the IRS mm -hmm. or I buy something more that, that I can actually enjoy. And so the decision becomes, do I pay for something in this market that I know I'm buying at the top? Mm -hmm. If I'm paying 60 grand more than what I think it's worth in a stable market, I don't care because I'm not paying the 60 grand in taxes. Exactly. I'm buying an asset that I'm going to love. And I can weather ups and downs and ups and downs because yeah. I have a 30-year fixed loan for years yeah. and years and years yeah. at 3.75% on a jumbo loan, which That's is amazing. So incredible, you yeah. know, and so 1031 can make um, an okay deal really be a slam dunk because for me, it's infinite returns. Oh, yeah, because you have no money in the deal. You've had no right. money in the first one. You got no money in this one. Yeah. And in fairness, I should step back. I bought it with no money down, but because I did pay off the second yeah. for $75,000, I think fair. it was $75,000, I ultimately have $75,000 invested in this new million dollar deal. That's fair. Because I'm rolling that equity in. Um, but still, I bought it with when I didn't have any money. Mm -hmm. I just figured a way to get it done. And the reward is now this million dollar oceanfront property that I truly will enjoy and my kids for generations. Yeah, that's the key generations, right? This is this this was like, you know, if we were to talking four or five years ago, this would have been on your vision board, right? I mean, that's oh, for sure. right. I mean, to, yes. to check something off your vision board is just awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I should say this too, you know, there there's power. I mean, some people can take it a little too hokey for me, right? Like if I visualize it, I will have it. Well, I'm not, I'm not gonna have everything I think of. But if you're thinking about it enough you're, and you have a goal, you're going to take actions constantly to get you there. Oh, yeah. And it's interesting because when I bought this townhouse, I thought I can only afford the condo, which was half the price. Um, and I had a friend who had one that showed me how I could do it. So thankful, you know, he did it and he showed me. But then I said to my realtor, what I really want is oceanfront. If I could just get oceanfront, look for me. And he's been looking for me in oceanfront value for four years mm. and it hasn't been good enough, but I've wanted the oceanfront. I look at oceanfronts all the time. I just, either they were too big for, for what I was willing to pay um, or, you know, I, it just wasn't the right property. So this was on my vision board, an oceanfront property. Never dreamed it would be oceanfront you know, right near Destin, Florida, and the most beautiful beach in the country. Wow, that is awesome. So let's talk about the so yeah, let's let's just let's just get people excited for you. So you got a million. So what is, is it? How big is it? How many bedrooms? You're what one step from the sand? Tell us, tell us a little bit. It's, it's fun to hear. Yeah. yeah, so it's a three bedroom, three bath townhouse. It's an end unit in a building that has four townhouses. 
Okay. The great thing about it is that there are no HOA fees and Ooh. that's really hard to do. Nice. Um, you know, one town over the condo fees are between eight and $1,200 a month, just the association fees. Wow. And if anything needs to be done on the building, they can do big assessments. And mm -hmm. I've, I've seen that happen in condos that I've owned, which is why I don't like them. Me too. Um, generally speaking. So I wanted it to be a single or a townhouse. The singles were too expensive. I could have bought one at a single, but it would have made it would have been too risky in this market to pay top dollar, you know, for a place that I didn't know that the rental income would really cover. And to me, I don't buy anything just as a this is a trophy thing that I'm going to yeah, enjoy. No, me neither. Me personally, yeah. I'm still at the place where if it doesn't pay for itself, I don't need it. I'll just rent the experience, right? Because I could just go for a week every year down to Destin and rent it with no problem. Right. If I'm going to buy it, I have to know that, you know, this is going to be a good investment and at least make me a return on my money while I'm enjoying the experience. And if that return is break even cash, but I have mortgage pay down and over 30 years, I own a million dollar asset I didn't pay for. That's great. Mm -hmm. um, but so it had to meet that bucket, no HOA, and it has none. It's a stucco building with a metal roof. Those things will last for a really long time. Um, it was built in the 80s. So it's about 40 years old, almost 40 years old. And it's had some updates over the years. It has granite countertops and a decent kitchen. Um, everything's tile, so it's low maintenance. Mm. But I'll go in and I will paint it and I'll furnish it and you know decorate it more nicely and you know maybe do some updates over time on the bathrooms as I get more rental income. Mm -hmm. But the best thing about it, you walk in and the views are amazing. Um, you walk off the bottom deck and you one foot and you are in the sand and oh. you walk past the dune and you have a private beach. So 60 feet of private beach that no one else can walk on Wow! that you, you know, me, my family, our friends, our guests can enjoy without the huge crowds of the beach on a really private, beautiful beach, white sand, wow. emerald teal water. It's <laughs> absolutely stunning and relaxing. But if you want to get to the craziness in Destin and Pensacola and you want to see, go to the restaurants and the shops, they're all there. You're just going to drive 20 to 30 minutes to get there. there so it really, to me, is the perfect family spot for us to grow and for me to relax in the winters when I, <laughs> you know, when I don't want to be in Pennsylvania any longer, too. Yeah. And then the last thing I have is how far from where your son, son and, and uh, other kids will be going to school. Um, about 30 to 45 oh, minutes. So, uh, no yeah, no problem. So it's an easy, easy drive. It's not right on top of them, but it's right. close enough and also far enough that we can be outside of, of the hustle and bustle of the city. Very, very cool. Well, I am so happy for you. And again, folks, these are things that you could do, right? You get in the real estate game early, you let time pay down appreciation happen, and you will have options to invest to match your life. So Anna, congratulations. How can people follow you and be a part of your world and talk about greater purpose capital? Thank you so much. So Anna, R-E-I Mom Kelly on Facebook and LinkedIn. Our weekly show every week is where you really hear a lot more from me, but follow me on Facebook. I do post a lot about real estate there um, and I do coaching as you know as well. And then Greater Purpose Capital is for those that want to invest passively in real estate while really making an impact on the community and communities in which we invest. That is awesome. And folks, stay, pay attention to episode number two. We are actually going to take one of Anna's posts from Facebook and break it down in video number two. Thanks, Anna. Thank you. Mm -hmm.